Okay, so this on this episode of Foxbox is going to be very, very different. Uh, I'm going to actually be having my first guest. Now, I don't really count Addie as a guest because Addie's been on my podcast a few times. And honestly, I consider her a part of this podcast more than just like a occasional person that shows up. I feel like since she is my wife, she's going to show up a lot. But today I'm going to have a friend of mine show up. We're going to talk about some movies. We're going to talk about some other things. Who knows what will actually conversation will actually delve into, but he's an interesting guy. Uh, I've talked to him a lot on the internet. Uh, I knew him in high school, but uh, I talked to him a lot on the internet, and we kind of had differing opinions on certain things. We like to talk about certain things. So I thought it'd be kind of cool to have him show up. And just we'll talk about a few things. We'll see where the conversation heads. And uh, honestly, I don't know how long this episode will be. Just depends on how long we end up talking and what time he ends up having to leave. So yeah, this is going to be kind of an exciting episode, having someone a little different on. And I hope that I'm able to do a little more in this style of making a podcast. Honestly, the main reason I'm doing an introduction before he gets here is because one, I do like kind of doing an introduction by myself and kind of saying what's going to happen, but also uh, I do want to kind of get out nervousness of talking to somebody, because <laughs> again, this is my first guest and it's not my wife, who I'm very used to talking to, especially in a recording capacity. So yeah, stay tuned and we will get Gabe on my podcast as soon as he gets over here so yeah this is like a simple app like it's like you just hold down record and you can just kind of go that's cool yeah anyway this is gabe hello yeah. hi <laughs> um but yeah like the general like it's is a very loose podcast i talk about a lot of things i talk about professional wrestling a lot I talk about music a lot but uh the general theme always comes back to movies a lot of the times and that's probably because that's such a big part of my life i mean you can see back here there's literally a bunch of movies there i have i'm like ps4 games i see yeah i just yeah i've got everything i've got a ps4 and it's super nintendo sega xbox do you have me as a friend on psn i think so amazing oreo 1030 yeah i'm pretty sure yeah i have a lot of people on there i i mean never really on there i don't know why i i mean i get on there and then i get on something else and then i get on a third thing see i feel like whenever i'm using my playstation i'm using it for like youtube or netflix a lot mm. but when i do play um well like a lot of the new consoles have become kind of a uh all-around entertainment center as, as opposed to just a gaming, gaming yeah console. yeah well and like I do like to play a lot of games. I'm just now getting back to the point where it's like, I want to play more multiplayer mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And, like, stuff online. And I think Red Dead Redemption 2 kind of helped with that. And I really like... Yeah, I played that for a little bit. Monster Hunter World. I need to play that one. That one is pretty fun. Um, I just downloaded Prey on my Xbox. I need to play that. So good. <laughs> I haven't actually gotten around to play it yet. Cause I've been doing. I do as much free shit as I can. So I have Xbox Game Pass. So I've been just kind of downloading games and deleting games. So they don't have a hard drive or anything. So I can only fit like five games on there at once. Yeah. So I mean, I haven't started playing Prey yet, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. Oh yeah, no, it's excellent. So, 
<laughs> I, when I first played Prey, like, I remember I, like, I started it, and I got to a point where I, like, was getting frustrated, and I mm-hmm. just, like, stopped. Yeah. And that's that happens a lot when I play games. And yeah. then, like, I came back to it after, like, a couple months, and I got, like, I want to say, like, 80% done with the game. Oh. And then I just stopped again <laughs> because, like, I ran out of ammo or something, that, and I was just like, you know that, what, there's, like, something else I want to play. Like, that's very similar with me and uh, playing <coughs> uh, Shadow of the Colossus. I got to, like, I when I first played it on the PlayStation 2... I got to, like, the eighth boss that you fight in the game, and then I just kind of stopped because the eighth boss was really hard. And so then I lost my PS2. Well, actually, I just gave it to my sister. A lot of those games ended up getting, like, donated or, like, traded into Vendor Stock or something like that. I'm not sure where my Shadow of the Colossus went. But then I bought it on the PS4, and, like, I started streaming me going through all these different Colossus, and I kept bringing up this eighth one, that's the one I stopped at a long time ago. And literally the last video that I've posted about Shadow of the Colossus is me failing to get through the eighth one and I oh haven't posted shit since. <laughs> what is there, like 12? Or like, uh, I think about 12. I'm, uh, I feel like it's more closer to 16 because I feel like I'm halfway through. Okay, because... I want to say I'm halfway well, through. Well, and I remember they had more Colossus in there, but then they, like, cut them out. Well, there's a lot of them. I think the main thing when they cut out a Colossus is either something just didn't work because it would glitch too much, or the Colossus would just be, like, too hard for them to yeah, go after. I, I, I imagined it was, like, just the PS2 couldn't handle all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Shadow of the Colossus is literally the PlayStation 2 just, like, tapped out. Like, it was, like, it could have been the last game on that system because it was just, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is how far we can go with graphics right now, so... <laughs> it, it was pretty beautiful at yeah. the time, yeah. And, like, I was hoping that they would add those deleted Colossa in the uh, the remaster, but I don't think... I mean, happen. I feel like with how with probably how long it's been since then, it would take a lot longer to do that. Fair and they, they take so long to make anything. Last Guardian was pushed, like, over and over and over. They push things so... F- far <laughs> i was i was kind of disappointed in that game yeah i mean i feel like everybody was expect i mean after shadow of the colossus shadow of the colossus is definitely the best out of the three games that they made yeah i really like ico too i, I like ico I, but I like i mean and I, ico is definitely another good one but like i feel like with the idea behind shadow of the colossus climbing monsters and shit like that kind of was kind of a peak for what they did and then Going forward, they kind of wanted to make probably, like, a game that was mainly graphics and design as opposed to story and gameplay, Mm. which is what Last Guardian is. Yeah. Well, and, like, I feel like they were masking bad AI by saying, like, oh, it's just, like, a really realistic creature, and it's like, no, (laughs) no, I think you just got really lazy. (laughs) Well, I mean, at that point, like, anything with AI that happens... Like, if the AI were to just turn on you and just eat your character, like, okay, that's just it being realistic, clearly. Yeah. Like, that, that has nothing to do with any bugs or anything. That's a way to allevi- alleviate bugs. Well, I- like, I understand what they're saying, like, oh, she doesn't, like, immediately respond to you, and it's like, that's fine. Like, yeah. maybe, like, after, like, one or, like, one to five times, I would have been like, all right. But when I'm <laughs> sitting there for, like, 45 minutes, like, jump on the fucking ledge come on let's do this and like she's like just looking at me like what like what? and i'm like 
that that frustrated me so much. <laughs> like I, I could not do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I've only played a little bit of the game, but I've seen a lot of the cutscenes and stuff. It's like it's it's one of those games that like, if you've seen the cutscenes, you've seen pretty much most of the game. Yeah, that's true. And that that I mean, I've done that with a with a couple different games because of course, like I don't. I live in a house right now. I don't have money to buy every game that comes out. <laughs> so I try to get as many as much free stuff as I can. Uh, so PSN's pretty great about that. Yeah. I, I haven't really looked into uh, PlayStation stuff just because I'm doing Xbox right now. But the fact that I have free Xbox Gold because that my mom signed into this one on as her home Xbox, so I have Xbox Gold for free. Hmm. Uh you know, kind of trick the system there because I'll never put another dollar towards fucking Microsoft in my life. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> like, it got to a point where I would cancel my subscription and then, like, three months later, I'm still, like, owing them $38. They they were the reason why I can't get on my PayPal anymore because it got shut down because it was just like, we can't keep pulling money like this when you don't need it. That's, that's insane. Like, why? Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. just like, was it, like, late fees or something? Or like, I, I what, think What so. kind of late fees would... Go into a Microsoft account. I really don't know. Yeah, but I was the first time I canceled. I talked to this old lady who was clearly at her house, and <laughs> she was going through trying to cancel it. She kept talking about her son, and she was like, "What games do you think you'd like?" I was like, "I don't know your son." <laughs> Every <laughs> game is different. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he'll play Minecraft. That'll be fine. Just stop talking to me. <laughs> it's mm. Like if I knew more about your kid, I'd understand. <laughs> well. Um, one of the free games this month on PSN is gonna be Sonic Mania. Mm. And I'm like, that is the one Sonic game that I'm like, alright, yeah, I'll play. <laughs> <laughs> Everything they've, else, I'm just like, mm. They've had a string of really, really, really <laughs> bad games. Well, and like, Sonic Mania is like fan-made, isn't it? So yeah. it's... Yeah, yeah. And it's like, when, so <laughs> when somebody else makes your game better than you, that's kind of, that should be a wake-up call. <laughs> I think the last one I actually played that I actually liked was on the Sega Genesis, so, <laughs> like, that, that should say something. Yeah, um, I think the last Sonic game that I remember that I liked, I liked Sonic Riders, the one where they were all, like, I think I the, played that one. The one uh, where, but, like, and then I feel like if I played it now, though, it would not hold up at all. Oh, yeah, so, so, um, they, I remember playing Sonic Riders when it first came out, and I kind of liked it, and I would just play it with my brother a lot. And then later in life, like five years later, I think they re-released it as like Sonic Freeriders on Xbox 360. Okay. And I watched a review on it and the guy just hated it. Like he just dogged on it and he took it back to GameStop and he yelled at them <laughs> trying to get this refund for it. And I'm just like, maybe I didn't like that game as much as I thought I did. Or maybe they switched it around and now it sucks a lot worse. <laughs> I think that's just the thing about being a kid you don't notice how shitty a game is really oh yeah there's like, there, just... yeah that's the same with that's the same with a lot of movies too like there's a lot of movies that i liked as a kid that i don't like now uh one movie that i like i think of when i was a kid that i absolutely loved but i look at it now like why was, <laughs> was that movie bedazzled bedazzled do you remember it had Brendan Fraser right. and Elizabeth Yeah, Murray. yeah, <laughs> And yeah, she no. was the devil, and he was, oh, like, making God. all these wishes. 
And, oh, like, God. I loved that movie. And I, I didn't love... understand half of the jokes in it. I don't know why I liked it so much. But then, like, I got a bit older, and I, like, I watched it when it was playing on, like, Showtime or something like that. And it's just, like, why did I like this? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah, none that... of these jokes are funny. I wouldn't have even understood that. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that was, like, right at closer to the end of like brendan fraser's like huge run yeah so he was definitely phoning it in when it came to that kind of movie <laughs> uh i watched that on uh the for the first time i watched that when uh fx used to have uh dvd on tv these two hosts would go on and they'd like go through the bonus features in between commercial breaks yeah. uh and they talked about it just they're like talking about easter eggs in the movie and they're just like did you know that they use 666 as a pager number, and that's the devil's number. I was like, yeah, I didn't need no you to explain way, that right. to me. Yeah. <laughs> Is that really an Easter egg? I, <laughs> I don't understand. Did you guys have nothing else in the <laughs> bonus features? <laughs> or, like, they look at the bonus features, and it's one of those movies that just says, like, play, scenes, setup, and it's just like, oh, well, we gotta make up some shit now. There's nothing we can do with it. <laughs> it's like, this movie's not interesting enough to have a behind-the-scenes. Did you know it was a remake? It sound that I mean, it seems like it would be. I cause not like, thinking I think about they, it. I had, I think they had the original on Netflix or something, and I tried to watch it. It was so boring. Yeah. <laughs> like <it's>, yeah, <laughs> but Bedaz- I, I mean, bedazzled sounds like a name that's been around for a long time. But honestly, the first thing I thought of when you said it was that thing that you pin jewelry to jeans with. Uh, <laughs> so I mean I think I feel like that would, I mean it sounds like a movie that was definitely not an original idea like a uh, uh, the devil as kind of a genie thing doesn't really sound like an original idea when you think about it know. but maybe like I thought maybe I guess I thought that like it was such a bad idea that they were just like that's not even an original idea that's just terrible <laughs> uh, but yeah like uh, I watched uh, I've watched a lot of horror movies since I was a kid and, I mean, it, it delved from me not wanting to really watch them to me just wanting to intentionally get scared because I'm such a scaredy cat when it comes to fucking horror movies. Like, I'm sitting there in the horror movies. I love them to death, but I'm just sitting there like this the whole fucking time. <laughs> uh, the first horror movie I think I watched is uh, the original Scream. Yeah, I remember, like, my mom telling me when you were, like, a little kid, like two or three years old you love the hell out of scream but like i think you only liked it because you thought his face was funny because <laughs> like whenever you wanted to watch it you would just like make the face like <laughs> and like we couldn't gauge whether you wanted to watch home alone or just <laughs> really confused. Like, so like yeah we would put on scream and like you had a good time watching it but like there was just one point where you finally like watched it and mm. were paying attention and noticed him killing people and that's when you were like, <laughs> like wait a minute like, oh <laughs> something's like, I'm wrong watching the wrong movie uh i think see the first time i watched it i believe i'm not sure how old i was i was probably five or six because i was still at the i was still living in a trailer park at that time and every like for the year that it came out to like the next three years after that my cousins and my brother would wear the ghost face mask every year for Halloween. <laughs> they were so attached to that entire franchise for a long time. Because, I mean, they were all too young for the Halloween franchise. They all loved the Halloween franchise. This was kind of their Halloween franchise, was yeah. the Scream movies. 
my first time watching it, I don't remember what happened in the movie because my head was buried in the couch and I fell asleep <laughs> like that. Like, in between the two cushions. <laughs> I didn't understand what was happening. I just knew there was scary music and I didn't like it, so I, like, fell asleep like that. Uh, I've watched it a few times since then. Not that scary of a movie. <laughs> no, because like, I think it's more of, like, a... Not necessarily a parody, but kind of just like a deconstruction of a lot of slasher films. Which is kind of funny because it teed off a lot of parody movies itself. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. so many movies that are parodying Ghost, like Scream and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, from... It's not just a scary movie, but there was that one... Ah, fuck. There was another one that was like a parody film called uh, Scream, but I can't remember what it was. It was uh, Shriek. Yes, that one. <laughs> I Know What You Did Last Halloween, I believe. Like, so It was like a really long title for it. I remember that one. I watched it for like a little bit, and I was just like, this is like worse than Scary Movie. Like, I don't understand <laughs> why this is even a movie. <laughs> I actually, like, when I first time watched it, I was like, is this like a parody of Scary Movie now? Like, I don't understand <laughs> what's You're happening here. a parody? Yeah. Do parody films still exist? Like, that's not really a genre le- anymore. They're lessening. I feel like the last one made was really awful because it was uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley doing Holmes and Watson, and it was sort of a parody of just every single Nobody incarnation. Of- <laughs> I watched it, but I didn't spend any money watching it. It was on this streaming app that I use, and I watched it, and I was just like, this is terrible, and I didn't laugh at anything. I kind of chuckled because I've watched... All the old, all the uh, Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. I've watched the show from the BBC, uh, so a lot of the things I was like, "Oh, hey, that's kind of a callback to this show," but it was kind of more of like a me remembering that done better, yeah, uh, than anything. Um, and I think the only joke that really made me laugh, and it made me laugh so much, and I feel like it was just pent up. I needed a laugh at this point. It's close to the end of the movie. The Titanic's about to leave. To go on its maiden voyage, and they're just and like Will Ferrell looks over and he's just like, "Hey, look, it's Billy Zane," and Billy Zane's just sitting there, full beard, full hair, and then he just gets on the fucking boat, and I'm just like, "Oh yeah, he was in the original Titanic," and then I'm just like laughing so hard because it's just <laughs> Billy Zane. I'm just like, "Why is this the funniest part of your movie?" <laughs> that and that's such a like. Like you need to know, kind of joke. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you, I mean, Billy, first, like, yeah. Like you, you see, you hear the name Billy Zane. You don't even think of like a, a face because I mean, he hasn't been in anything since Titanic. I mean, he's been in a few things, but he's usually just like a small part. You'll see him. He was one of the bullies in Back to the Future. I did not know that because he's in like for like five seconds, and if you blink, you'll miss him, <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, like. That that joke just made me laugh because I have a very stupid sense of humor. Apparently a little more intelligent than the movie that I was watching, though, because that was <laughs> fucking awful. Uh, I've seen a lot of... With being a cinephile like I am, I've seen a lot of really shitty movies. Oh, yeah, no. I haven't I, paid for all of them, though. So I think my range in, like, the kind of movies that I like are, like, you know, the, like, Oscar-worthy, just... Uh, spectacular films that like are mm-hmm. groundbreaking in some way mm-hmm. or just like absolutely terrible yeah. <laughs> like B movies. Yeah. I love like so bad that it's good just because it's like, th- this is 
exactly how you don't make a movie. Yeah. It's like seeing how you like how they mess this up. It's like really you went to, it's, it's just, when you went to film school and you were just like, okay, I'm gonna do the opposite of everything they tell me <laughs> and see what happens. I'm trying to subvert expectations. <laughs> <laughs> like really hard and then nobody's gonna understand what what's going on. Yeah, that, that, I mean that's the whole thing with like uh I feel like that's the whole thing with like the room, except he just doesn't understand what he's doing with it. Oh, like yeah, he went to f- he didn't go to film school. He wanted to be an actor and then he just has a lot of weird money that goes to a lot of <laughs> weird things. And it's, nobody knows where his money comes from. No, I <laughs> They assume it comes from his clothing line, but I'm betting his clothing line is not that like popular at all. Yeah. It, it, like a lot of people have said he's just like he's inherited a lot of money, but it's just like from where? <laughs> like what <laughs> He's got to be. Where are you even from? <laughs> I, I'm assuming he came from a portal, or he's from the Black Lagoon, or something <laughs> like that. Like, he came from another dimension, and he's just trying to make movies here. Mm. Mm-hmm. All the movies in that dimension probably suck, though. <laughs> Have you seen um, Birdemic? Mm-mm. Okay, so like. It's like one of those like it's so terrible that it's amazing because they just mm. they fuck up everything. Mm. <laughs> they fuck up sound design, editing, acting, just all of that. But I think the best way to watch it is I have this little projector, and it's not a, like amazing like mm. I, but like it does the job. But yeah. the, the audio quality on it is so bad that it just yeah. like amplifies how bad the sound is. <laughs> And I have it on Blu-ray, yeah. but it looks like it's a VHS. Well, because like if you, well, because like if you watch like Star Wars on like a really shitty device, it's still gonna be amazing because it's Star Wars and the sound's done great. Yeah. It's like, so I get what you're saying, like where it should still be able to be kind of a good-looking movie through a projector, yeah. even though the projector's shitty. Like yeah, but like, like. The the sounds that the birds make in this movie, it's like, just ear piercing. <laughs> it's like it's so bad. And it's just like ah ah. Like, I, I, that's like that's my best. <laughs> oh my but god! Like, yeah, just imagine that through like really bad speakers. Oh <laughs> and like I remember watching it with a friend. That the would first like time. <laughs> they like they come on screen. It like comes on just a full blast out oh of god. nowhere. You do not expect it at all. Jesus. And it's just like. <laughs> I'd probably like that'd be kind of one of those things that like uh, I, I watch I start watching a lot of movies that because of course we have a lot of movies that we want to watch so I'll start a movie and it'll be a movie that I've even seen and she would just like five seconds in if somebody says something really stupid she'll be like turn it off we're done and I feel like that would be the point where she's just like nope nope we're not watching this I'm well, not okay. not dealing with that. <laughs> Um, that like well, and the birds don't show up until like halfway through the movie. <laughs> like the first half of the film, it's just like everything going right for the characters. Like you got this guy who made this million dollar deal somehow. Like he like <laughs> like he's because he's a salesman and. and like he meets this girl who's a model for Victoria's Secret all of a sudden, what but like happening? during the photo shoot, like you can see it's like done at like the fucking Walmart, oh, <laughs> like photo studio. <laughs> but like yeah, and they 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 start dating, and it's supposed to be like this romance story, and it's like it gets to the point where you're like, what's like, 
where's this leading up to? And like, <laughs> they, like what's gonna happen? Yeah. To these so there's a there's a lot of hints that um to like what's going on with the environment and mm-hmm. like how animals are dying off and like shit like that. And so you're yeah. just like, okay. And like, there's th- this. The movie starts with him driving his car, mm. and, like, there's entire scenes where you're just, like, watching him drive to work. Oh, my God. Like, that's it. And, like, he stops at the gas station, and it's like, is this supposed to, like, just like is this... <laughs> be a reference to, like, how he's releasing emissions? And, it's like, like, is this a live stream? <laughs> yeah. It's like, are and... we watching him drive to set right now? Like, what is happening? And then, like, yeah, so... It's, like, their third date, and they go home, and they have, like, this really awkward sex scene, and then, like, the next morning comes, and then the birds just show up, (laughs) and you're like, what? (laughs) What is it with, like, really bad movies and needing, like, a sex scene halfway through? That seems like to have, like, anytime I hear about, like, a bad movie, it's just like, oh, yeah, there's just really awkward sex scene, it's just like... Stop doing that. Like, if you're not good at making movies, don't put that in there. Because that's going to be the worst part of your movie. I think, the, like, probably what they're thinking is just like, oh, I mean, sex appeal is great. So, like, we we just need I to, I mean, like... it's not that you don't make it appealing. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, like, I remember there was a long time where I was like, I don't understand, like, sex scenes in general with movies at all. They and have so, to like, have a reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, a and, strong reason. Like... I, I used to kind of just be, like, very against them, uh, and I would rather them be, like, implied, but uh-huh. I can't remember what movie it was, but there was something that I watched that, like, just changed my mind on sex scenes, and I feel like they can tell a lot about, like, two characters' well, relationships. It, it, if, like, you, if you have the right two actors and show the right amount of chemistry and show, like, you gotta, like, it's, it's I mean... As weird as this sound, it's it's like a lot like professional wrestling. You got to be able to tell a story with like physical action a lot. Yeah. So like, the way your head's moving, the way you're resisting, the way you're pulling forward, like it's a lot of things that go into that. I can't believe I just compared it to that. Because <laughs> I'm always the one that's just like, there's so WWE. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I used to watch that a lot when I was. Um in like middle school WWE yeah. mm-hmm. and I watched an episode with a friend recently and it's changed like, oh yeah no quite it's a bit. like like I like I've noticed how it's like different like I how would... how how real is it for you <laughs> it's I know everything there is to know about what goes on I can tell you how to do certain things I know how to take a bump I know how to do all that uh, so yeah, like I'm very deep within like the actual mechanics of how to do everything that they're doing, and it just makes it so painful to watch the current stuff because it's just like this is not what I fell in love with as a kid. This is yeah. terrible. There's like one. I went. I actually went to one recently. Like I went to Sprint Center and I thought it was gonna be a fun time, but it turned out that this was gonna be my last time going to one of these. Wow. So it's like fuck this. My fir- how is it like my first time is just like, nope, not doing that again. Ooh, yeah, that's that's bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, cause like okay, the episode that I watched with a friend, like, I just I noticed how fake everything was mm-hmm. and it's not even just with the wrestling itself. It's like the presentation of it. it yeah. Like, like. <laughs> uh, I mean, you you don't you don't even notice how much they actually do for presentation until you watch something live, like in front of you. Because uh, watching that and then watching like the TV, 
two different things. They do a lot of wide, they do wide angle lenses on the main show and they zoom in on faces. And I've noticed that a lot and it's just like, oh, so you're just trying to hide the fact that they're not actually punching each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like, okay. Cause like, I remember, I remember the episode it was, it was like those three guys, what like the Kofi guys or whatever. New day. Yeah. Yeah. So like I was watching them and I was like, oh, this is interesting. They got like three queer black guys. <laughs> and then like, they were talking about like, well, last week, this is how they won the, the like championship belt. And they were showing stills of, like, what happened, and they were stills. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I was looking at the pictures, and it's like, this is all Photoshop. <laughs> this is a really <laughs> bad Photoshop. And, like, I I had to rewind because my friend left the room for a minute. Mm-hmm. And, like, she, like, they come back, and um, I was just like, look at this shit. And, like, <laughs> I'm just, like, pointing out, like, look at the ropes. Like, that doesn't look real. Mm-hmm. Like, the way that they, like, put these two characters in, like positions like Mm -hmm. that doesn't match up at all and then so like it just got to the point where i was like trying to like look at everything Mm -hmm. and like there was like a point where they were like moving the camera um and this was like actually i think like there was something actually going on at this Mm -hmm. point but like it passes by the announcers yeah and they forgot to animate them oh because like one of the announcers was just like sitting there and he was not moving at all and it's like yeah um (laughs) Some random person called me. That was weird. <laughs> but yeah, okay, so as I was trying to say, um, they have to, they can't show clips from the week before anymore. Because if they do that, you'll hear a lot of chants from the audience, because the audience is very vocal. And either they'll be chanting something that needs to be censored, or nowadays they're chanting for like a comp- competing company. So it's just like they, they don't want that on their show anymore. Ooh. So, like, I mean, I was wearing a shirt from a competing company. I was so afraid I was going to get, like, told to turn my shirt inside out or something like that. Because people have. So it's, like, it's a big thing of, like, only sell their product. Only sell their product kind of thing. So that's probably why they do stills like that. I don't know why they're doing Photoshop really badly. Like, there's definitely a different way to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, like, because it's, like... What if, because I was watching it on Hulu, and it's like, what if I watched the episode just before this? I don't think I wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> it's like, wow, this is very, very different. And this is not what I remember at all. <laughs> yeah, see, I, like, I stopped watching their main product. Um, it, it, it was to a point where I was, I was watching it on Hulu, because Hulu does 90-minute uh, episodes as opposed to three hours. So I was able to watch it on Hulu, but now it's just gotten to the point where I'm just like, I can't watch this at all. Like, I can't even take 90 minutes of this. And there's some really talented guys on there that are completely getting shit on, and it sucks a lot for those people. Yeah, I mean, I watched the Hardy Boys on there, and it's like, they are they got a lot of people that I remember from when I was a kid. So yeah, they it's do. like, that's cool that they got some... They do that a lot because they don't know how to build anybody. They're just like, okay, here's something from the 90s. There you go. Or something from the early 2000s. Hulk Hogan's come back, even though he said the N-word, and people oh, fucking hate him now. Yeah. It's just like, it was so confusing to me, because I watch WrestleMania, and they're just like, here he is, Hulk Hogan. And I'm like, nope, I don't want that. <laughs> Nobody here wants that. <laughs> it's like, he's he was larger in life, but now he's like, just mm. another guy that everybody's going to hate. Like, that's yeah. just not going to be something to do. And especially when they have, like, a uh, anti-bullying campaign, they do a lot of stuff with Make-A-Wish. If they have somebody like Hulk Hogan on there, it just sends mixed messages. Well, and, like, I, I noticed, like, how they are trying to, like, paint certain images of, like, you know, just, like, other groups of people. Like, mm-hmm. the, with the, the 
that trio. What, what were they called? New Day. New Day. So, like, I was like, I think this is really cool because I think it's, like, giving, like, their typical, like, white cis audience, like, an idea of, like, this mm-hmm. is, like... Like queer people, like can do all the things that you like as and well. It, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 uh, it is an idea. Like, and they kind of gave those three guys a lot of free range to do what they want. So a lot of the stuff, like throwing pancakes in the audience and stuff like that, is very much their own brainchild, which is something they don't usually do a lot. They don't usually give people that much free reign, but it's actually kind of cool to see that they're giving those three a lot more room. And th- those three are probably some of the most talented guys in the business right now. I like their costumes. Yeah, they're really bright yeah, and stuff. I like those costumes. I did think it was kind of weird because, like, the, the main guy who had, like, the belt and everything. Oh. Uh-huh. Well, I was thinking, like, so they're all queer, right? And then they, like, show his wife and, like, children, and it's like, okay, so uh- <laughs> I understand he might be bisexual, and I don't want to, like, like do buy erasure at all, but mm-hmm. it's like this, like just seems kind of fake. Yeah. Like, that doesn't oh, seem yeah, like no, his it, actual it, wife it, it, at all, or children. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is, like, everything that happens on there, there's, you can't really figure out what's real and what's not. It's yeah. so hard. I mean, they have to have that feel-good moment with the championship, so they had to have certain people come in, and who knows where where those guys actually align in sexual orientation yeah. not, and stuff like that but yeah well, and like one of those guys like had to mention butt stuff and it's like of course you have to like mention anal while you're like <laughs> i just love it because like they're so like dramatic about everything that they do and it's so great it's just like it's all honestly showing everybody like this is who wrestlers are like that's how dramatic a wrestler should be because like a lot of people are very serious about it and you need somebody who's like off the walls and shit like that. Hmm. Somebody who can actually be entertaining for longer than five minutes. Yeah. Well, and like, I think it was like reminding. Have you watched that show Glow on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've, yeah, I've watched. I the first really like that, that show. Um, and like, like just kind of like watching the characters on that it was like it like just made me think of like the roots and stuff like that. And like one mm-hmm. of the characters that they brought out in the same episode was like some Samoan dude. And it's like this is like a very old character. Why are they still reusing this? It's like forty <laughs> years old, and it's just like a anytime <laughs> anytime you see anything like a wrestling show or something like that. If there's ever like a big guy that's brought in and he's just like a guy, no real reason to be there. It's usually a wrestler that they're paying tribute to. Like, uh, I think the first episode, they had a guy training them, and then he was, like, fired the next day. That's, like, a current wrestler right now. And he they just kind of, like, pushed him in, and then, yeah. And then I think uh, one of the 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 big black women from the show, mm-hmm. she her name's Awesome Kong, and she's probably one of the best fucking women wrestlers out right now, too. And so, like, it it, it is a, a really nice show to see. I really hope they delve into, like, some of the really dark shit that was happening during that time, because I've heard about a lot of that shit, and holy crap, women were treated like crap back then. Oh, yeah. No, it was... <laughs> like, it was terrible. I started the second season, but I still need to finish it. Yeah, I need, to, I need to catch back up on that, because, I mean, I liked where they were heading with it, and I love the lead actress, and I love a lot of what's going on there. I love Mark Maron a lot. He's really funny. Um... Yeah, that's an interesting. That's an interesting show. Just giving context for everything. Yeah. I really liked it. Um, and then 
Now that I'm, like, thinking about wrestling, it's just, like, huh. Like, I, I kind of want to, like, watch a bit more of it just because it's, like, now that I notice all these things, I think it's, like, a now, little more entertaining for me. <laughs> Now's kind of the time to, if you were to get back into it, because there's so much actually going on right now. And there's guys that are, like, the alternative to WWE is guys that are totally breaking down the fourth wall. Like... There's guys that, I, I mean, I can show you a clip later. There's literally a guy who pulled a fake grenade out of his trunks and threw it across the uh, ring. And, like, this one guy's just, like, pushing his two partners out of the ring and then it just blows up. It's <laughs> so fucking great. Like, stuff like that, like, where it just kind of, like, breaks that fourth wall down. It's just like, we know this is all fake, but we can all play along with something yeah. like that. Um I heard there was a term for it, because uh, I just watched a video about it. It's called kayfabe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, I'm I'm learning new things about yeah. this, and, like, it's yeah. just, like, kayfabe is everywhere now. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, like, yeah, like, kayfabe almost doesn't really exist, because everybody just kind of knows what's going on. Kayfabe was a word used in uh, the 90s a lot to kind of be, like kind of separate yourself from your character be like okay so this is what's happening to me right now but kayfabe this is what's happening to me right now <laughs> like it's just two two different words and uh if you if you find a lot of their words a lot of their words te- stem from um carnivals speak okay because like that was the original stuff was at carnivals and stuff like that and so they have a lot of stuff like uh the term jobber the term uh Heel and Babyface both came from uh, Carnival Speak. And Heel's a bad guy. Babyface is a good guy. I always thought it was weird because they're like face and heel. I was like, why don't they call it heel and toe? Like, it doesn't really make sense to me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was like, is the heel really the opposite of the face? Like, I don't understand that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, I know shooter's like a term. Like, aren't they the one that like kind of just, they instigate things? Mm. Yeah. Shooter is also, um like trying to make people believe like because like a shoot promo is somebody just talking and it's not scripted or anything like that so a shooter is somebody who is gonna come in and act like he is really pissed off and it's not a script and it's against everything so yeah it's like trying to break away from it being fake and they don't like the term fake it's not it's i mean if you see some of these guys after a show like it's not really fake it's more it's entertainment yeah it's like scripted and they take a lot of real bumps and it takes a lot to do what they do (laughs) and like like i just noticed a cycle of the show where it's like you'd have somebody come out where they you know they'd have like their whole speech and then like uh, you'd have like another person come in like all pissed off and then they fight Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden another person comes in and it's just like whoa like where did they from yeah, yeah and it just like it just happens like that over and over and over again i think <laughs> it's like how do you not like because like in the in the 90s and stuff they didn't have they didn't have like the big like movie projector thing they didn't have any of these lights or anything like that so like the entrances of somebody was more of them just running in or something like that it was never this grandiose thing and it's just like when somebody's talking and somebody interrupts them and they come out and do their entire entrance from start to finish it's like you're just like wasting time at this point like you're Mm. going through like you're having a guy that's clearly mad at this other guy but he just came in dancing the whole time like i'm very confused (laughs) What he's actually feeling. Like, tell us what you really feel about this guy. Because it's clear you were pretty happy, like, five seconds ago. 
I'm pissed. <laughs> it's like after you're done, like you're just like aggressively doing the robot and just like glaring at them. Just yeah, yeah. There's a lot that would need to be revamped about the main show because it's too much money involved. Yeah, well, and like, cause like they had same episode. Uh, one of the sons of Vince McMahon. Yeah, Shane. Like, Shane. Or, or Shane? Uh, Shane is his actual son. Oh, okay. Triple H is his son-in-law. For real? Yeah. I didn't know that. He married his, he married his daughter, oh. and that's why he's so high up right now, because gotcha. he married the boss's daughter. They, like, try to make... They make that joke all the time, but it's, like, legit what he did. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why are we make? Is it funny because it's true? Because this is what happened. Like, he's now at the top <laughs> of the company, and it's because he married the boss's daughter. But, yeah, no, he, he came out in this episode, and, like, it, I felt like it was, like, a way to kind of, like, just break the the funness that, like, the show had, because, like, I mean, you got, like, you know, your fun, like, people of color and, like, queer people and stuff like that, but then you have, like, this rich white dude who has, like, the money, like, symbols and, like, just, like, talking about how rich he is, and then he comes out and he's, like, trying to garner sympathy, but at the same time, it's, like, no, he's just coming out to, like, show his power, and it's, like, I'm the one that signs your check, so, like, (laughs) you gotta keep in line. (laughs) It is kind of funny... Because they, I don't really think that they do this on purpose, but they do have a lot of people of color now in wrestling, but they always still have the white guy figurehead who comes in and ruins all the fun. And it's just like, I don't think they're doing that on purpose, but it's a really strong message to send. <laughs> white people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, like... <laughs> He had, like, makeup on his eye, and he was just like, look what happened to me while I was in the parking lot. And I was, like, looking at that makeup, and it's just like, they missed a spot. <laughs> they fucked up the makeup. <laughs> what, they, what they should do is, like, have somebody come out with, like, a black eye. It's like, look what they did to me. And they should have somebody, like, lick their thumb and just kind of, like, wipe it away. <laughs> I like, would love that. <laughs> like, nobody did anything to you. <laughs> well, and, like, yeah, because, like, like, he pulls out, like, one of the announcers, like, while he's, like, giving his speech and everything, and he's, like, I don't know how this, like, led up to, like, him being, like, you need to come here after, mm. like, talking about, like, all these bad things happen to me, but, like, he pulls him aside, and he's, like, trying to get him to, like, hype him up mm. and, like, do an announcement, and, like, he kept stopping him, like, every few seconds, like, no, 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 like, you need to, like, put more energy in it, like, no, do it again, do it again, <laughs> and I was, like, D- is this just like a new guy and they're training him right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think I actually know what you're talking about. They keep doing that. Like they've done that so many times with the same guy. With the same guy? Yeah, and it's just like, why are you... Just stop. <laughs> and then like somebody, somebody like uh, recently, somebody like Brock Lesnar coming out and he's got this briefcase that has a contract in it and he can cash that in at any time. And he comes out, and he's supposed to be, like, this big, massive guy that he is in UFC. Like, he's supposed to be just, like, I'm going to destroy everything kind of guy. He comes out, first time I've ever seen this dude live, comes out, and he's got, it on, like, the briefcase up here. It's got a speaker on it, and, it like, he's doing, like, a boombox thing, and he's dancing down the aisle. And I'm just like, what is happening right now? <laughs> it's like, is this his new thing? Like, is he just going to start dancing more? Because, I mean, I'm, I, I guess I'm here for that, but... I've never heard a more silent crowd just confused about what was going on. <laughs> it's like, he's supposed to be that guy, but he's not that he's guy. Not. <laughs> it's hey, like, hey. I don't know what guy he is like, now. I'm like, okay, because like, when you say something about the crowd being like really quiet, like, mm-hmm. 
I was also like looking in the, like at the background at that point because it's just like how just how fake is this mm-hmm. and like they were showing clips from last week and it's like that's like the same guy that was like there mm-hmm. before like yeah and then like it just looked like fake like yeah. it looked very digital and it's like so it's like it seems to me that they're on a sound studio or like sound stage and they're like filming all of this and then they try and like add the crowd and i was thinking that they probably like do like a random generation with the crowd um, like, but like i can tell you that um hearing a lot of things about different arenas if they sell out like half a sh- half an arena they will literally take everybody on this side and push them to where the cameras are Okay. So, like, they, I mean, they'll only show that one side now. And then I was noticing this when I was at Sprint Center, is that they literally have, like, a whole section of the crowd. It's about, like, 400 seats that are just devoted to this one camera guy. This one lone camera guy that's just shooting centered of the ring. So it's just, like, selling out arena is not that impressive when you take up, like, 400 fucking seats just for one guy. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's it's a lot of, like... It's it is a lot of camera work and honestly they have blurred out the audience a lot. Yeah. Like they purposefully don't show past a certain seat like really clear cuz it's just like you don't want to see everybody all the time, I guess. And also like it's like a focus thing where they're just focusing in on who's in the ring at a certain time. Like who has the most like joyous reaction. Yeah, yeah. Or the 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 marine that they gave free tickets to and they want to show how patriotic they are. <laughs> that happens way oh, too God. much. <laughs> and we went there during uh we went there during memorial like we went there on Memorial Day and they show this whole like long really long video about people that have lost like friends in the military and stuff like that and i'm just like i've seen this every year i mean i get it i that's very saddening and i look to my right and Addie, Addie has never really watched monday night raw in her life so she's just sitting there bawling and i'm just like oh, oh god you haven't seen this before and i just it, like it really hit me it's like am i a dick for not for not crying right no. now but it's like no, i've seen this so many times they do this every year and it's just like she's crying next to me, and I'm just like, oh man, that's sad. <laughs> I didn't realize it was supposed to be that sad. <laughs> it is sad. Like it's still sad. I mean, but it's it, sad that like you're desensitized to it. it though. It, it's sad because they like go from that. There's not even a beat of silence before the first guy comes out. Like it's just like that video ends, and then somebody's music starts, and I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> okay, so we immediately have to go from like everybody crying to like. All right. Oh, we got to cheer for this guy now. And it was like, it was Kofi Kingston of the New Day, and he's coming out, like, clapping his hands and giving people pancakes. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we were just crying. Now everybody's got to sadly try to catch pancakes. <laughs> I guess he's, like, a good opposite of what was going on yeah. on the screen. So it kind of be like, it's okay, guys. People, Everything's fine. It's, it's, it's okay. Let's, let's not think about <laughs> Life's that. fine. Let's just keep throwing pancakes. Did you read all of those tweets from like when the army was like how is the like the military affected your life have you seen those i have not seen those. oh my god everybody that's like responding is just like um my best friend killed themselves uh oh yeah like i have terrible ptsd i can't listen to fireworks anymore and yeah. like it's just like <laughs> you kind of put yourselves into that situation yeah you don't you don't really you shouldn't really talk about that until you can get a handle on taking care of people that have mental problems now because yeah, of it. Like, 
when I say you put yourself, I'm talking about the army, like, kind yeah. of, like, they, they were asking for that kind of response, honestly, yeah. like. Yeah, like, they, if they, they don't have a, they don't really have the best way of dealing with people with mental issues after going there, so, like, it just doesn't make sense for you to keep talking. Like, I think I've seen a couple tweets where they're just like, yeah, you know, how great is the army for you? It's just like, I lost my dad, thanks. And it's just like, yeah. okay. I maybe wake we up should... every night with terrible nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe we should just stop tweeting about how great it is to be in the army and just focus on making everybody a little better. Yeah, <laughs> why not just, like, there needs to be massive military reform, honestly. Like, maybe, There needs like... to be more puppy rooms. <laughs> Doesn't need that much of a budget yeah that's for sure like yeah. maybe kind of pull back on trying to enlist people all the time mm. well, <laughs> i mean it should definitely be more encouraging the people that want to come as opposed to trying to get people to show up yeah. so i remember straight out of high school well i mean i did the i had i didn't do the act i fucked around and they had me take the asfab test and so like right out right out of high school uh i get like phone calls like once a month from a military guy just like would you have you heard about the armed forces and i'm like no i'm going to college please leave me alone <laughs> it's like take me off that list and then they take me off the list every month and then somebody else calls me the next month and i'm just like okay this is not clear to you that i would do awful in the military <laughs> i'd be crying the whole time you're gonna drag me in there kicking and screaming and i'm not coming back out like that's what's gonna happen for me just because yeah. I know who I am. Stay in your own lane. Just, 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 the, yeah. <laughs> well, and it's, like, sad that they, like, do target people that young because they think they don't really have any options. And it's like, it's it, a it, lot of people that wish that the draft was still a thing. For sure. They, they want to pull people straight from high school. Well, and, like, I, there was, like, a, like a brief moment in time where I had considered it. Mm. And I was like, well, I mean, like, if it's going to pay for my college. <laughs> like, that's, what my, that's what my dad tried to get me to do it i'm just like no you clearly don't know me that well if you think that i'm gonna do that (laughs) so i ended up like talking to somebody about it and then i was just like um by the way i'm trans so like is that okay and i remember the guy that i was talking to he was just like oh um really like i was like yeah so like i don't know is that gonna be an issue this was like obviously before trump and everything Mm -hmm. like um he was just like um I'm going to need to talk to somebody about that real quick. I'm just going to put you on hold. Yeah. And, like, he just hung up. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I heard nothing back from him. And I was like, all right. And then, like, I ended up talking to, like, a second guy about it. Because, like, I think I got, like, another call. And I was just like, yeah, no, I actually talked to somebody last week about this. And, like, I told him that I was trans. And he said he was going to call back with, like, more information. Mm-hmm. And, like, if, like, they could help me out. And, like, this guy was a little more upfront with me. And he was yeah. like, honestly, like, <laughs> I don't think we can let, let, allow you in. And it's yeah. like, all right. <laughs> I mean, then, like, that's going to be, like, if a draft ever comes back, there's going to be a lot of people trying to pose that just to get out of it. Well, I, I, and, and, my, I have I a legitimate, like... Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, like well, you have a legitimate thing. Like, yeah. excuse now. Like, yeah. if the draft ever does come back. But I just, I know there's going to be a lot of people just like, oh, yeah, no, I'm trans. And it's just like... Do you have like anything to support that at all? It's like, no, I just decided before you called. <laughs> like, there, there is people that are would try to take advantage of that. <laughs> That's dumb. It's, too, it's but... a, it's a good way to take advantage of it, though. Like, yeah, we shouldn't have a draft. We shouldn't. Yeah, no, like... yeah, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even think we should have a fucking. Because uh, I still sign sign up for it. I had to sign up for it at eighteen. For Beca- the draft. 
Yeah, like in case like war hits and I have to, I would be drafted, because it's just something that everybody has to do apparently. And I'm just like, that's really dumb. Forced patriotism. Yeah, Woo! yeah. And apparently, I'd get fined if I didn't do it. Literally, I had my selective service card in my wallet for so long. I washed it in the washer and it got torn up and I'm just like well I didn't want that card to begin with so I just threw it the fuck away <laughs> it's like I don't care if they find me now because it's just like no I'm not I'm not supporting that and also I'm 24 now so I don't think they're gonna draft me <laughs> almost 25 so I can I, I skipped it <laughs> <laughs> we're good we're good now <laughs> it's like oh man we don't want that guy he's too old all his cells are regen- aren't, aren't regenerating anymore I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> um... I'm not happy to live in this country right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. It's not, it's not very, not very nice. I try to stay in my own bubble more recently. Because it used to be like I would get on Facebook, do all this stuff. I mean, it's driven a wedge between me and so many different people. And then uh, I would try to stay off Twitter for a while. And it, it's to the point now where I just like, I'll only search it out if I want to look at something. But like I don't want it in my face so like yeah. i've deleted so many different people off social media because i'm just like nope don't want to see that <laughs> just... yeah i well and like i feel like i have to be vocal about it just because it's like i'm a definitely like a minority and yeah like, like you, you like definitely I'm... have a lot more reason than somebody like me would have to i mean i i try i try to speak out for a lot of different people and of course i always i always feel like why are you trying to fight for them they can fight for themselves and i'm just like no you gotta fight for other people because that's who you are. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> like, and I've had this conversation with, uh, I can't remember, uh, I remember, like, it was Johnny. Mm-hmm. Like, he commented on, like, something I shared because it was, like, this white cis dude explaining transphobia. And, like, <sighs> my, like, reaction to that, I was just kind of like... I think I remember that. Yeah, I was like, I'm... I'm not really interested in what you have to say about this. Of course, like, like I, did, I didn't, I don't have Johnny as a friend oh, you at don't? all. Yeah, no, but like, I see when he comments on certain people's things, and I see when other people that I know comment on his things. So that's probably how I found it was, it's like, Gabe commented on this, and I'm like, oh, oh no, that's awful. Why is that there? <laughs> no, like, of course we need allies. Like, allies yeah. are, like, important, and because, like, they can use their privilege to, um kind of push their way to like get other people to like well like support but like there needs to be a point where it's just like you need to hang back and let uh, people speak for themselves yeah that's exactly well well, like there's um something with me is like uh my grandfather is more likely to listen to somebody like me than somebody who doesn't match what he believes you know what i mean so it's just like somebody that is a cisgendered like heterosexual white person can talk to other cisgender <laughs> heterosexual yeah. wife and demand respect that they don't give other people and like call them out on their shit. Yeah. And my grandpa doesn't talk to me anymore now. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with that. There were so many times where I would like get up from the table, slam my fist down and walk away because I could not talk to the motherfucker. <laughs> very, very old school. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I, I've I've lost some pretty close friends just being mm. like pretty vocal about politics, but it's just like, I mean, like it's it's uh, it's, so it's, it's a part of our lives. Yeah, it's part of everybody's life. There there is a point where I do like to un unplug from it and kind of just be like, you can't be on there right now because you're fair. gonna like get stressed out and blow That's your head fair. off. No, it is totally fair. Well, because like in in my head, 
I can't comprehend somebody with like that legitimate amount of hatred. And like, I'm just like, I can't think about what life would be like if I hated that many people. So it just fucking crunches at my head. I, I'm not going to lie and say that like people that like I talk to don't overreach some boundaries Mm -hmm. because like, yeah, no, there's definitely like some like extremists. Yeah, exists on both sides. And yeah. so it's like, no, I think, like, there really needs to be a point where, like, we do need to, like, calm down. Like, mm-hmm. anger is a very legitimate feeling to have. And... That can lead to really bad stress. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, I mean, people that are like, violence will get you nowhere. Um, I mean, that's debatable. Mm. I mean, even Martin Luther King said that, um, you know, rioting is the voice of the people that are unheard. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Yes, I think every once in a while, like, having, like, some kind of, like, riot, like, yeah. breakout is not, like, oh, my God, like, they're, like, their cause is ruined. Like, no, yeah, honestly, no. that just means that they're, like, really and, fucking angry about yeah, it. Yeah. But, like, there does need to be a point where it's, like, we need to, like, be able to, like, just listen and uh-huh. hear each other out. But the problem with social media is that, like, because of Everybody's who you be- yeah, <laughs> because of like who you become friends with, and yeah. like because you become friends with like people that tend to agree with you more, mm-hmm. your opinions just like like get amplified in this echo chamber, and so you're just kind of like agreeing with each other yeah, to the yeah. point where it like gets bigger and bigger, and it's yeah. like then you're just like you're diehard. Yes, I'm right. Like nobody else. Is yeah, saying. you get more entrenched in. Yeah, so like, that, and like that's the thing, and so like when somebody else comes along and they're like, they have like some differing opinion, mm-hmm. they're more aligned with like their little echo chamber, yeah. and that's when it's like no, like yeah, it's an make, attack. It, yeah, it makes a lot. It makes a lot more sense. <laughs> like when this whole uh, when the whole thing with like Ferguson was happening a few years ago, I remember like watching the beginning of stuff where there was just police on one side, group of protesters on the other side, and then there was just, like, people down the center of the street blocking everybody from fighting each other. And I remember just seeing this one guy, because they kept focusing in on this one guy that was part of, like, this line of people, and he was just keeping everybody from fighting each other. And then, like, I just went to bed because I'm just like, okay, I don't really need to listen to this right before going to bed and so i wake back up at like midnight because i have insomnia so i wake up random times and i came back upstairs and i look at the tv and that guy is the guy getting spray paint like getting uh pepper spray spray in his eyes and i'm just like what the hell is happening (laughs) why is he the guy getting attacked because i remember hearing him like i i see the image in my head all the time of just him screaming and i'm just like he was the he was trying, He's trying to, like, to peace make and you're just like shitting on him. And well, and that's the thing about police. So bad. Like, yeah, no, I I do kind of agree with like the whole ACAB thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like that's even coming from somebody that, whose uncle is a cop. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. He he betrayed my trust at one point that it's yeah. just like it's hard for me to like even and it was like a pretty big deal cuz like he outed me in front of his Jesus. entire police force Jesus. Like during his retirement party he's giving a speech and like for some reason he was like talking about me and like he like during his speech he was like yeah and i want to thank my gabe my niece and it's like oh. how did you fuck up that bad yeah <laughs> like first of all how do you use my name yeah yeah it's like but how then, do you like, use you the name like, gabe yeah. and then make the mistake in the same yeah, fucking sentence yeah yeah, that's yeah, that's so it's just like complete it, that's disrespect, really. It just felt intentional. 
yeah, to me. It's, yeah. Like, and he didn't even apologize. My aunt did it for him. And so it's like, mm. That's usually how it works, yes. Mm. It's like, I love my aunt, but, like, after, like, I, I just, like, nah. Like, I can't. Yeah. And um, d- learning a lot about just the history of police mm-hmm. and, like, seeing patterns and stuff like that. It's like, oh, yeah, no, you just... You, there needs to be a huge reform there, on that whole, whole thing. Whole reform. Well, because I mean, like it's from what I've heard, there's the same, the same like indoctrination and like propaganda techniques, and like this. I don't know if this is like for fact or at all, so like don't quote me on this. But <laughs> the same things that are used for uh, military against uh, Muslims, and like constantly putting these hateful images in your head and like pushing you to believing that a certain thing is wrong mm-hmm. is done the same way in the police eye, police's eyes where they see a certain race or they see a certain person and they think they're going to act a certain way and it's just like i wish you would meet me because i'm nothing like that <laughs> like like i don't act like any hetero white male that i know really mm-hmm. <laughs> like i i'm pretty effeminate i know that i'm a man though yeah. I I mean I've I've definitely like questioned what I am because I mean I I did do a lot of cross dressing in high school but like that's that um, was just I that that was the point where I was just like, "Oh yeah, no, you just like women's clothing sometimes." I'm like, "Yeah, okay." There's yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Clothing isn't even gendered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Like, that that was the whole thing I was thinking about. I was just like just like Jesus Christ. And I, and that that was the whole thing. It's just like if Men aren't allowed to wear dresses, then why are we still allowing women to wear jeans? Like, we should just take the gender away from clothing, because that doesn't make sense. It's a fucking article of clothing. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, it's just fabric that they put together and assigned a uh, gender to it for some reason. Which, and it's like, why? Like, because, like, men used to wear, like, dresses and stuff all the time, actually. I mean, if you, like, look at, like, the history of, um, like, clothes. Also, like... I feel it's very sexist that they are not advertising purses to me. Like, they're just like, oh, yeah, women need to be forced to have really tiny pockets in their jeans so they'll buy purses. It's like, why don't you get... I want a purse! (laughs) (laughs) I've been, like, so close to getting, like, a satchel or something just to have something here because I don't like shit in my pants because I, like, I'm just in the habit of, like, wallet, keys, phone, some fourth thing. And so, like, I just... I don't know. I feel like I need to separate that from myself. It also keeps me off my phone all the damn time. Cause that's another thing I got rid of. Well, I didn't really get rid of my Facebook app. I just like buried it. Uh-huh. So I go, I don't get notifications from it. I don't see it. I have to actually get on my Facebook app. I didn't realize the first couple weeks, how many times I literally pick up my phone and like look for Facebook. And I'm just like, <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> was- yeah, no. And like, I have this habit of like, I'll close it for a second. And then like, like literally like five seconds later, it's just like opening up back up and it's like why did i do that yeah. <laughs> why did i do that no i just closed you uh, they're saying like it's like the search for endorphins like anytime you see a notification on a post that you like or somebody liking your post it just like releases endorphins in you so it's a lot of like the same kind of thing when it comes to like doing a lot of drugs is like you want that release so you're yeah. searching for that release of that endorphin so you go on there constantly looking for a notification ah. yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> I know there's a lot of design and how they like get you to feel addicted to yeah. the the product. There's the uh, phantom uh, vibration syndrome, which is why I stopped wearing my 
Apple Watch as much because... Phantom vibrations? Yeah, like, okay, like, you'll have your phone in your pocket and it'll vibrate and that means you got a notification or, like, a message or something like that. Uh, sometimes it'll just feel like there's a vibration in your leg because it, it's just, like, you think that there's a notification there so you pull out your phone and there's nothing because huh. it just, it'll just, it's just something in your head because you're so used to feeling that every... That, like, so it, often like, that it just like, like just feel it and then i started wearing this apple watch and it buzzed more than my phone did so now i don't wear it as much like i do like wearing it because i like looking at the like a watch on my i like looking at the time on my wrist so i might just get a regular watch or something but like when my wrist starts doing that same thing where it's just vibrating and like nothing's happening that's where i'm just like i don't like that at all <laughs> it's like i need that to stop <laughs> And that's another reason of putting my phone in, like, a bag or something so it doesn't vibrate all the damn time. Yeah. Addie turns off her vibration. She doesn't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to get a hold of Addie unless she's looking at her phone. <laughs> Let's see where we're at here. 35 minutes. That's well, pretty like, good. Didn't you have to uh, start it again because you got that phone call? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> so I, don't, I don't even know how long it is. Yeah. But it's, it's been 35 minutes since that person called me and i don't even know where it just like cut off mm. i'm assuming it cut off where this i thought it did because i noticed it pretty really quickly dark. <laughs> yeah the yeah the se- second half of this like delved into like <laughs> politics and stuff and i kind of i kind of understood that it would end up doing that because i mean again you're my first guest and i know how talking kind of leads yeah, from one thing to it, another it's like yeah this is this is just something that's important to me and like mm-hmm. it's like a big part of my life personally yeah i've my grandma's kind of like, you need to like stop being so outspoken on Facebook, and I'm just like, <laughs> see, see, my dad's like that, and then my mom comes after my dad and says, you need to stop fucking silencing my son, because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, they're divorced, so she nice. fucking hates his yeah. guts. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I need to uh, introduce you to my friend Moose, okay, because. He is very big into comics and stuff, mm-hmm. and so I think, like, you guys would probably have, like, a lot more to, like, nerdy things to talk about, because, yeah. like, I mean, like, yeah, I like, like, nerdy things, but I don't feel like I really jump into fandoms or anything. Yeah, yeah, and, like, I see I that, like that's, more... that's honestly why I wanted to, like, talk to you over somebody else, because, honestly, I feel like you and I have a lot of, uh differing opinions on movies like we like certain movies but there's a lot of different aspects like when i that's the what teed off me wanting to do this was you and me talking about the movie us was because mm. like we we're both disagreeing on this certain thing about the movie Which, and like that's where i was just like this would be kind of cool to have somebody like that that disagrees with what i'm saying instead of addy who addy and i when we see a movie we love everything about the movie that yeah. we see and we don't disagree as much okay i I want to watch Us again, and I think if I watch it again, I will like it a bit more than I did. The first I actually time. just like finished watching it because <laughs> it, it popped up on this streaming app. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna watch it again. And uh, again, going through it again, it still had kind of the creepy vibe, but I understand that it actually isn't that much of a scary movie. Yeah, didn't there was really no point in the film that I felt scared. Yeah. Um, I. I just remember, like, the first few minutes, like, watching it, I was, like, really, like, pumped, and I was like, all right, yeah, let's, like, get into this. <laughs> and then, like, 
it like well, had that scene where like you know he's like showing the TV and like you have the commercial of like uh-huh. you know hands across America yeah. and like it said where they were at and it had the year like somewhere it's, else in the image and so it's like oh it's like 1986 so cool like yeah. I get this and then it like guts gets to the next scene and uh-huh. they just put that title card that tells you exactly what it told you yeah and like that like pulled me out for some yeah. like and I was like it's just like this is a movie like, <laughs> yeah so it's I like get what you're why saying. did you make that decision that felt so unnecessary yeah. I don't like redundant information the movie <laughs> looking back at it and I think he he really likes to do this um there's this old movie trope it's uh somebody's pistol or something like that it's a thing that says like if you introduce a gun in the first act it's fired by the third act um there's a lot of that in this movie like just the beginning of the movie it's just like they do the hands across america they do the boardwalk commercial for the boardwalk uh they talk when they actually get to the beach uh the dad from the original family and the dad from the other family are talking about a flare gun. It gets fired by the last, by the third act of the movie. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, he does a lot of that. And I know it's like all done on purpose. It's just like, it's done a little too much. Cause if you really analyze his movies from beginning to end, you're going to know what's going to happen in the third act just by looking at what's happening in the first yeah. act. Um, but something that still bugs me, even after viewing it today is Jordan Peele is heavily implying throughout this movie that if you take two clones of two different people and have them have sex at the same exact time as those two other people, that they will give birth to the same child. And in my head, I'm just like, I'm just sitting there like, these kids aren't clones. The kids aren't clones of these clones. The kids wouldn't be tethered because they're not really clones. They'd be a different kid. You know how much biology you're (laughs) fucking with by saying that in... Like, both of these, the same fucking sperm hit the same fucking egg and created the same fucking life? That's not real! <laughs> and it just bothers me so much watching through it again. I'm just like, this doesn't make sense. Especially how rare it actually is to have twins. And then they're just like, yeah, they both had twins. It's like, no! <laughs> uh, <sighs> I mean, that's a, th- that's a decent point. I thought it was weird that, like the stairs were, like, there, and, mm-hmm. like, you have, like, one person, like, going up them, and, like, I, I don't know if you, like, I had this conversation with you, but it's, like, why at that exact moment mm-hmm. when she goes in the, the mirror, room of mirrors for the first time, like, that clone, she was, like, the only one that, like, walked up there? Yeah. Like, there was, like, yeah. no other point where, like, like, somebody else wouldn't have wandered upstairs? Yeah. And like, especially with how easy it is. Yeah, like some child like, it was actually seem walking like it up was and down. Like, yeah, um, like it was blocked off or anything. Like, why is this like the only time this is like like why was she the one that kicked off everything? I think I think it def- <laughs> it definitely is implied that Adelaide is the first one to do that. But it is yeah. it. I get what you're saying. Like across all of America, why is it just this one person doing it? I wish we would have seen like them converging on plans but maybe like a color coordination of who they're following <laughs> just like a different person maybe like yeah different like other areas. parts of america saying like is this like is this happening everywhere is yeah. this like <laughs> well see i think uh honestly with what this is is uh have you seen you seen the purge movies at all no actually okay well the first purge movie is 
it could have been a standalone film uh-huh. because the idea is that this purge is happening and we are just inside this one house and these people are going after this one guy that sneaks into their house. And it, like, of course, when everybody sees the movie, they're just like, oh, well, what's happening like everywhere else? So, of course, they have to make a sequel where they go throughout an entire city as opposed to just this one house. So with this, I feel like this is a standalone movie but people would want a sequel of what happens after. And people want a sequel of showing that, like, maybe not everybody followed Adelaide. Maybe there was a bunch of people that rose up in a different way. Because, I mean, I mean, they they heavily implied that Adelaide isn't, is the leader of all these people because they're yeah. very coordinated. But I feel like it is a way of just containing it into a story like a Twilight Zone episode, because he is very much... All his movies are, like, really long Twilight Zone episodes. Uh, I, I, I love his movies, and I can tell you, like, when I first watched the movie, as soon as, like, we see the rabbits, you hear the chanting music, and you see a Jordan Peele, fil- Jordan Peele f- film. Ah. As soon as you see that, like, I'm just pumped for it, because yeah. I, I remember watching Get Out for the first time, and I'm just oh, like, yeah. yes, this is great. I'm, yeah, I'm so I excited for this. Get Out, like... I think... I- Watching us again might have the opposite effect to when I watched Get Out mm-hmm. the second time, because like I, I feel like I watched that movie a bit too soon, mm-hmm. like the second time, because by that time it's like oh I know what's gonna happen, and like mm-hmm. so like some of the like novelty wore off, and yeah. like I don't know I guess I just like started noticing things that like more problems with the movie, but overall I I think I would rate Get Out like. I think I gave it like a seven, uh-huh. or like an eight. I can't remember. When yeah, it was two, and like with us, I was like, "This is a six for me." Like, <laughs> it's weird. I can't <laughs> actually pin it to like a number system. Like, I just like either like a movie or like, and I know the problems are there. I I can never sit there. Like, I've rated so many movies on Rotten Tomatoes, and I usually just like uh, five stars. I don't know. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know how to I rate it into yeah. stars or something like that. Uh, with Get Out. There was a lot of, like, it was a little more subtle with the hidden stuff. Yeah. Like, with us, it's, like, very in-your-face with the hidden stuff. But Get Out is very subtle with the hidden stuff. And I know everybody, I've tried to explain this to so many different people, and they never really get totally what I'm saying. Uh, You've got these two kids of the, of the, the white family that's doing all this. you got these two kids. One of them definitely is 100% hypnotized. She's very careful. She's very calculated. She's got the cereal. She's eating the glass, dipping in a glass of milk. She's very just calculated, and they've got her very much pinned down. Yeah. With the son, I feel like he's such a conflicted character, and I feel like why he's so messed up is because of the fact... Because they keep mentioning that he's physical. He's very physical, and like he hurts the... He gives them a lot of damaged goods. Yeah. And I feel like this is and it's, it's so hard to put this into words, but I feel like it's an empathic side of him that wants to give them damaged goods cuz they might not want to use it. Hmm. Because if you're selling damaged goods, either they're going to get less money for it or nobody's going to want it. And even when even when they're taking him downstairs, they're like be careful cuz you're you're known for hurting people. Yeah. He's taking him downstairs and He's, he's the one that drops him. He's like, he's like oh, like, sorry. Really I, yeah, yeah. And like a lot of it is just like, oh, no, he's like, just fucked up. But it's just like there's a depth into what he's doing. Like there's like a way – like he's like kind of 
maybe it's like a way of saving them a little bit like mm-hmm. kind of like trying to like get them out by like yeah. being aggressive but yeah. like i mean he's still like that, no excuse for what he's doing yeah he's like that aggression up. is like obviously misguided <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, well, i mean like they're not they're both they're both very misguided characters to begin with yeah. so like the fact that he never had somebody to tell him that some that what they're doing is wrong and the fact that he's sort of kind of feeling that maybe what they're doing is wrong is this is the way that he feels like he has to carry that out when it's not the best way to do that. I mean, like, okay, so, like, when you, like, mention the daughter and you mention him, I feel like that might, like, I'm just, like, thinking, like, gender, mm-hmm. like... Maybe the way that they raised him is more like, you know, boys will be boys. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, instilled this, like, toxic masculinity, and they might mm. have, like, just, like, groomed um, Rose more. Yeah. And so, like, because she, like, got more pampering and stuff like that, like, that's why she is. And so, like, I think that, like, yeah, so he does become more aggressive, but, like, at the same time, I feel like you could just, like, add to the fact that, like, that aggression, like, maybe, like... It, how do I put this into words? <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. It's like how do I put this into words? Um, the probably the weirdest character in the entire movie. Yeah, because um, it's hard to pin down those eccentric characters. Because he's built up so much rage, though. Like mm-hmm. I, maybe like it's like yeah, it's just like his way of like that's his way of like being able to uh, get out some of that aggression. Yeah, just being like rough. yeah, and also like it, de- it definitely does seem like he doesn't. Where she's very calculated, she goes out, she spends time with the person, and then, like, come meet my family and stuff like that. He's very much, like, kind of more of a wild card situation where he's just kidnapping people and just dropping them off kind of thing. And it seems like he's not really there as often as she would be. Yeah. Especially with, like, his hair and, like, how fucked up he looks. And then all I think about is, he was an X-Men first class. He was a really cool character in that movie. (laughs) Because I always see char- I always see actors and like I know a lot of actors by name and I'm just like that was this guy in this movie and yeah I think about that too. it's hard to do <laughs> but yeah no I think if I, like I watched us again I'll mm-hmm. like it a bit more and my rating would probably go up because mm-hmm. like I I've I've heard like en- enough differing opinions of like how somebody has like watched it that I think I'll be able to appreciate it a bit more I think honestly with me of course I was hyped up for it being a Jordan Peele movie and I think I looked past a lot of the problems the first time I watched it but I feel like what pushed me past all these problems and what pulled me through this movie just loving every minute of it was how amazing Lupita is as an actress she pulled me through this fucking movie. Everything she did, I was just I, like, I am here for okay. everything you do for the rest of your life. See, <laughs> I did not like the voice she used. I, I understand. Like it. I didn't like it. And as like, soon as like, she said Once Upon a Time, I was like, Yeah, like once happening? she started talking, I was like, is this her way of trying to be creepy right now? Because yeah. it's like, it just seems I, like very fake. <laughs> I, def- I, definitely liked, I definitely liked her character as Adelaide more than the character Red. Because yeah. the, the character of... Adelaide, I mean, you could actually make the argument that she is legitimately trying to be scary. But when it comes to Adelaide, Adelaide is trying to be normal. But she is, like, naturally scary because she's kind of not that normal person. Yeah, she's, that's not really And that was her. what kind of freaked me out a lot during the movie. Like, her fight with herself. Of course, like, Addie's very good at predicting things. So, like, as soon as she saw the two kid, like, young Adelaide staring at young Red... 
together, she was just like, oh, they switched places. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I get it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't feel like that was really necessary. Yeah. Like, I feel like she's still, like, if I saw, like, a reflection of myself that was moving that was not me, like, that would be traumatizing, especially as a child. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like she really needed to switch places to get that effect, but, mm. like, I I get it, like... It's, I mean, it definitely may, it, it definitely stands to reason, the uh, reason for, uh, when you see the other family, their, their counterparts just kind of come in and kill them, like, immediately... But uh, Red is very much built on vengeance, and she's built on revenge. So she wants this moment to last. She wants her, she wants her to be tethered to the table. She wants all of her family to die, and then she wants to slowly kill her. So it is very much, and, and it's honestly like a flaw in the Red character. It's like why would you, why would, why you, would you like wait? waste so much time, especially? And then there was all this. There's all this stuff about the son possibly being tethered too, and it kind of would make sense because he's taking this very fucking well compared to everybody else in the family but i don't like that i don't like that i don't like him but them both being the tethered i like one of them being the tethered the son should not be <laughs> yeah well, I, don't, I didn't get that sense um i didn't get it I, I think like i what i liked about like and what I was liking about the end mm-hmm. is by the time, like, she does find uh, the son Adelaide, um, and she's like, everything's gonna go back to normal and everything, and, like, he just, like, watched her kill some people earlier, <laughs> and it's like, th- that's, I thought that alone would have been a great ending, because it's like, obviously not, because, like, now he has to deal with the same trauma that you have, like, like times yeah. ten. <laughs> See, honestly, I wish I would have gone into filmmaking, because I'm watching the movie today, and I could tell you where to end it for different things. So like a pit a pitch for the like a pitch for the movie would be honestly like uh they see them outside of their house and then uh he goes back inside and they're freaking out and that would just be like a pitch. The short like if it was like a short film, it would have ended right as they escape on the boat. And, like, so, like, I'm just sitting there thinking, like, this would be a great ending because, like, it kind of just leaves a mystery to the whole thing and they don't explain anything. Um, And that was the same thing. Uh, I watched the movie A Cure for Wellness, like, two years ago. And that movie could have ended eight different ways. And they just kept pushing it. And they weirdly, very end of the movie, they go with, oh, we're just going to go with the Phantom of the Opera ending. And I'm just like... (laughs) <laughs> why was this your choice did you see that movie don't breathe no i did not but oh, okay. i i wanted to i wanted to see, so bad i like missed it that was one of those movies that i feel like could have had like a different ending too but they uh-huh. kept like pushing it and yeah pushing it, and it was like and by the time that they did end it i was like why did you go with that like yeah. that was like probably the worst one yeah because <laughs> they want like everybody they have like you have like a solid movie and then they just push it too far that's happened a lot. Oh, yeah. Have you seen Turbo Kid? Have you heard of that? No, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Okay, that that's, like, another example. Like, I don't feel like this one, like, could have ended sooner. I just feel like I have my own idea of how that movie should end. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any interest in seeing that movie? Or like, I mean, like, maybe. Would <laughs> you be okay with spoilers? Are you nah, like, I'm like, okay with that, yeah. Okay. I look up spoilers sometimes. S- um... So, like, in Turbo Kid, 
there is this robot named Apple, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, it's the kid. He's, like, it's kind of like Mad Max, but, like, on bikes. Yeah. Like little bicycles. Um, and he's just kind of, like, scouting the land and everything, and, like, he meets her, and she's just kind of, like... She's just, like, very friendly, and, like, I don't think that's something he's used to because he's, like, been alone so long, so, like, he's, like, just annoyed by her, but then, like, he he does start to, like, develop some feelings for her and everything, uh-huh. and so, like, they, like, they form a friendship, and they, like, go into this arena at one point, and she gets shot, and this is before you even know that she's a robot, so, mm. like, you watch her get shot, and you're just like, oh, no, like, I was starting to like that character, <laughs> so, like... You're just like, damn. And then she comes back and she's like totally fine. Uh-huh. And like that's when you see like like that she's a robot and stuff like that. But there's something that's wrong and like one of her parts is damaged and uh-huh. if like it depletes like to dead, then um, you know, she's like gone forever. So yeah. like they have to go to this robot cemetery to like get that part back. Well, like, along the way, like, I'm pretty sure she dies, like, another two or three times. Uh-huh. And it's like, why do you keep killing her? Like, <laughs> that's a little annoying to me. But, like, by the end of the movie, after, like, she's, like, killed another time, and this time she gets, like, decapitated. Mm-hmm. So, like, her head is off, but, like, she's still talking to, like, the kid and everything. And she's like, oh, you know, you're, like like the only friend that i've ever had and like it's just like really emotional and everything and then like he like leaves her behind in the cemetery well like and like puts her head on like a different body and like just like leaves her like that well she comes back and like saves his life what (laughs) and like yeah this this is like a little out of context but like yeah i get i get exactly what you're saying and i understand why yeah like she comes back and she saves his life, and I feel like, you know, she was the one that, like, carried the movie. Like, yeah. you know, like, in terms of, like, who saves who, uh-huh. like, she was the one that, like, accomplished a lot, but, like, he gets a lot of the credit. And, like, mm. there was a point, after she saves him, there's, like, a big bomb, uh-huh. and, like, it, like, goes off, and, like, he pushes her out of the way or something, and, or, like, I think she pushes him out of the way. I can't remember, like, who pushes who. But, yeah. like, then you look at her. He's totally fine. <laughs> and she is dying again. And, like, that's, like, how it ends. Like, and this is time he's, like, mourning over the loss of, like, this friend. And it's just, like, first of all, why didn't you bring her back? Because, like, like, you did it before. So, like, when, why couldn't you take her head back to the robot cemetery and, like, put it back on a different body. Yeah. But, like, another way I would have personally ended it is just to have him die. Like, fuck that guy. Like, he doesn't need to, like, live. I think it, like, it should have been her, like, continuing to live on without him. And, like, in the beginning of the movie, when, like, they meet, like, there was this other body. Mm -hmm. Like, and she's like, this was, like, my old friend. And, like, like, yeah, it was just, like, some dead dude. And, like, she didn't know how to, like, react. Like, she was just, like, being, like, very, like... Yeah, like, yeah. really happy about it. Like, you know, like, this is no, no big deal. So I feel like, I feel like if he died, they could have gone one of two ways with that. Mm-hmm. Like, because he was her only friend and, like, wanted to, like, 
help her out and everything, she would have gotten emotional about his death. Mm. And, like, it would have shown that, like, oh, this robot really is more human than we think, and, like, they can develop emotions. Like, I think that would have been a really cool ending. Or... After he dies, she just doesn't care. And, like, goes about her life, like, whatever. Like, because, like, she is a robot. And so, yeah. like, I think it would make you question, like, what was that about? Like, yeah. you know? Like, and so I think either one of those two endings would have been great. Mm. And it's, like, if you wanted to keep him alive, then, like, yeah, he could have just brought her back. Like, yeah. It just sounds like the normal <laughs> formula for a Terminator movie. <laughs> like, how many times Arnold Schwarzenegger dies in one of those movies is fucking ridiculous <laughs> but uh it, there is a lot of like when you think that a character is gonna die so many different times in something it kind of just loses it every single time yeah. you see it happen like uh addy and i are really into the show supernatural yeah and they there's so many like they've died so many times in the show for one but then you see them like oh he got bit by a vampire is he gonna die it's like probably not <laughs> Do you need both of them to sh- sell the show? This isn't... <laughs> I don't think... Yeah, no, I think... But yeah, if, it, if you kill off a character so many times, or try to kill off a character so many times, it's just... It loses it every single time. It's like, how many times can you show a shot of somebody dramatically staring at somebody dying? Like, it's the same shot. You could literally just show it again. It's like, <laughs> That's how I felt when I was him? watching Black Panther. It's like, mm-hmm. when it, that, that, like, whole point in the middle of the movie where it's like, oh, no, he's dead. And it's like, no, he's not. He's, like, already slated to be in the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> With uh, it was kind of funny because they announced uh, Black Panther, Spider Man, Doctor Strange, and Guardians of the Galaxy before Infinity War came out. So like all these characters get snapped away in Infinity War, but it's just like oh everybody's got they've they've all got movies. It's like <laughs> it's like I think what? they're fine. <laughs> yeah, like, I think they're okay. They're just like some of these deaths might be permanent though. It's like no, they're not, Kevin Feige. They're not going to be permanent. We know. <laughs> it's it is like they're. Their hype train moves faster than their plot. They yeah. want to hype up movies years in advance, but they shouldn't do that. Which is kind of, they're kind of learning their lesson right now where they're not really talking about anything. They're just like, no, just Spider-Man, just go see Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, go see Spider-Man, don't watch anything, well, don't like, look at anything else. See, and I, I don't watch those movies because I feel like I just, I like Spider-Man movies. I won't mm. see, like, any Spider-Man movie. But it like... comes out every July, and it's my favorite superhero, so I always see him for my birthday. So nice. I was like, yes. But, uh, yeah, no, like, something This has been Fax Facts with Russell Fox featuring Gabe. Thank you for your time, and keep listening.